0: From Pain to Purpose is a show that will bring inspiration, love and healing to your lives. It's a show that will teach you that your trials and tribulations in life is only temporary and that it's only preparing you for your greatest calling. A show that will give you the courage to share your story with the world and not care what others may think or say. For your story is the key that will unlock someone else's prison. What was meant to kill you God used it to prosper, restore, and strengthen you. To always remember that without pain, your purpose cannot be fulfilled. Into the power that God has ordained you to walk in, from pain to purpose, by Asia Monique. Stay tuned. Speak your truth. Hello and welcome to Pain to Purpose podcast. I'm your host Asia Monique, and today on the show we have Miss Saida Nairobi. Today's topic we will be discussing sexual assaults tell us a little
1: bit about yourself miss saida i'm saida um i'm 32 years old i'm from savannah georgia i have three sons and a lot of people know me from Ritz and gravy the restaurant okay so yeah that's about it that's about me awesome
0: awesome bit. Take us back to the night when you were
1: sexually assaulted. Um, That was three years ago, September 27th, 2016, to be exact. Um, It was a very terrifying experience. Very, very. Especially when you know the person. So, um, actually, I was date raped. And I think date rape is a lot harder to deal with because you willingly go with a person. Okay. And so it's a lot more difficult, you know, because it's hard to get the police to believe you because you willingly went with a person. Mm -hmm. But that night, um, I knew, like I said, I knew him for a while, um, and that night was our, actually our second date, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, y'all, I'm a little hoarse. <laughs> but that night was actually our second date. The first night was perfect. Okay, We had a lot of fun together. And the second night, we actually went to go see the movie The Perfect Guy. Mm-hmm. That's the movie with Michael Ealy mm-hmm. or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. or something like that. And it was an interesting movie because he was perfect. Mm-hmm. At least she thought he was, and then he turned out to be a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And so the night when we left the movie, well, actually, it was in the movies, I was like, you don't have like that guy, do you? He was like, nah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So after we left the movies, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings on Abercorn Street mm-hmm. to get something to eat. And I started feeling a little strange because... Like I said, I'm I'm well-known in the city, Mm -hmm. and I don't have to go a lot of places with my ID. So that particular night, I left my ID at home, Mm -hmm. and we was in Buffalo Wild Wings, and of course the waiters, they don't really know me there, you Mm -hmm. know. So she um, kept asking for my ID, and I was like, I don't have it, but it was fine with me because Mm -hmm. I didn't want to drink anyway. And he was kind of like angry Mm -hmm. that I left my ID. He was like, you think somebody will let their kid out this time of night? And I was like, it's cool. I don't really, it's cool. I don't need nothing to drink. Mm -hmm. So at that moment, I was like, he was a little too angry. Is he trying to do something, you know, to me Mm
2: -hmm.
1: or whatever? So my mind was going different places. But, you know, I kind of like brushed it off, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I said, he was a good person Mm -hmm. in my eyes at the time. So, um, my sister in law was actually graduating from college that night in Florida. Mm-hmm. And before we went on a date, um, he tried to pressure me to go into Jacksonville saying that it was a short ride and we can go mm-hmm. and this, that, and the third. But, of course, I refused mm-hmm. because I got kids. I mm-hmm. got to get my kids settled before yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so I refused. So that's how we ended up going to the movies and wowings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I'm texting my, my kids. They, like, um, they was ready to go home or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sleepy. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. We riding. So he was like he had to make a couple of stops. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, at this point, I'm on the passion side. I'm, I'm, I'm asleep. Mm-hmm. i asleep. I get a tap. So, me, I'm not even thinking that this is about to even happen to me mm-hmm. at this moment. Like, I'm me. I'm mm-hmm. Saida. Everybody yeah. loves me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as the guys go, yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably not a lot of women, but a lot of guys, you know, I'm cool, you mm-hmm. know. But... You know, people have different motives for different things. So mm-hmm. I got out the car. I have no idea where I was at. Mm-hmm. But I knew I, I saw light and I saw people. So I figured, you know, you know, and the type of guy that he was, you know, street dude. You know, you handle your business certain places. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't get too... Scared about the situation, mm-hmm. so we got inside the um, hotel. It was like he was waiting for somebody. I sit down. I'm cool. I'm just like texting at this point. I'm strolling down Facebook. I'm all right. Mm-hmm. Um, we started talking. He was absolutely fine. He was talking a very interesting topic, mm-hmm. a very intelligent conversation at the moment,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then it, it just flipped. It went from, you know if you want to be with a person, you got to go ahead and do this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, do what? He was like, you got to do this because you never, you're not going to know whether you like a person unless you do it. I'm like, okay, you tripping. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, come on, let's take me home. You tripping. Mm-hmm. I'm getting up. I'm a, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. At this point. At this particular time, I was a hundred and probably twenty pound woman. Wow. So the force of a man that's probably every bit over two hundred pounds slamming you and I had on jeans. And mm-hmm. something I actually that day, that evening before I went with him, I had on a pair of shorts. Mm-hmm. I don't know what made me go home and put on jeans before I left to go with him, but mm-hmm. I went home and put on jeans. Mm-hmm. And when he grabbed me, and I, like, blanked out because I couldn't believe it was, this was going on. Mm-hmm. And the way he cried, like, I'm a girl. My jeans are tight. Mm-hmm. And the way you had me pinned down with one arm and prying my jeans off with the other, you knew all too well what you was doing. And I know it's somebody else out there that can say that this has happened to them mm-hmm. with him. I just know it because you you knew all too well what you was doing. Wow. And jeans came down, you ripped, you choked. And I remember just like, I was like, what, you, what are you doing, please stop. All I was yelling was, please stop. Please do not do this, please, please. And um, he kept trying to ram himself at me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, you don't know what I got. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're doing. You don't, uh, at this point I'm trying to scare you because yeah. I'm already scared. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I remember saying was, God, please help me. Mm-hmm. And when I said that at that moment, He kind of, like, lifted up, Mm -hmm. I think, to bend over to get a condom or something. Mm -hmm. And it was enough of his weight off of me to kick and run. Wow. And I ran in the hall, and I was naked with just a shirt on. Mm -hmm. And he threw all my clothes out because at this point cameras are everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was in the hall, and I was screaming, I was scared, and I was naked, and I was going on the elevator and he threw my stuff out at me and I was on going on the elevator putting my clothes on mm-hmm. and I was crying and I was that was the most terrifying moment in my life and I know that when I said God please help me that's what saved my life because I don't think I probably would have been alive today mm-hmm. but um, yeah that's what happened that night and I called and the hotel lady, I don't even know where I was at. Like I said, still to this day, I mm-hmm. don't know the exact location where I was at. And she didn't speak much English.
0: So you all were already
1: at a hotel? So, mm-hmm. and she doesn't speak much English. And I remember telling her, please call me a taxi. I think my phone was going dead and I said, could you please call a taxi? And I called. And the first thing, just like you just said, y'all were at a hotel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's the worst place to be. Nobody's yes. going to believe me. Yes. You know, so I left. I was crying, and the first person I called was my best friend. And I went home. Mm-hmm. And the cab driver was telling me, you got to call. You got to do something. And I was scared because I'm like, who's going to believe me? Like, mm-hmm.
0: And what what? Was the conversation like with you and your friend when you when you told her? Did she believe you? Mm,
1: yep, she did. So I went home, and the next one, I think I cried. And I think I... When I got home, I got in the shower, and you try to rinse it off, and mm-hmm. so you try to do everything you could because even though I liked that you as a person, I didn't like you enough sexually to have sex with you yeah. on a second date, you know? Mm-hmm. So you was cool, but not that cool, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean... I tried to wash it off, tried to rinse it away. The next day, I braid hair also. So I mm-hmm. had a client, and mm-hmm. I was jittery, and my friend came over. She was like, you got to call. Mm-hmm. And so I finally got enough to call the police. Okay. So they came. My house was surrounded. My kids was there, of course. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of scary for them because mm-hmm. they don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they came. They got me. They told me to get everything that I was wearing
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, that night. I got to the hospital. Of course, I didn't want to call my mama. Mm -hmm. But my sister happened to be riding by my house and Mm -hmm. saw the police. Mm -hmm. That was nothing but God because she stopped. And what's going on and all this? And so I ended up at the hospital, Mm -hmm. Memorial, to be exact. Um, The police took me, of course. Performed the rape hit that they told me that took eight weeks to come back, Mm -hmm. of course. um, Being that he tried to ram himself into me without protection at first, Mm -hmm. and he kind of like got in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to go through all type of STD tests. Mm -hmm. I was on HIV medicine for Mm -hmm. a period of 30 days Mm -hmm. to try to make sure nothing was wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, He did... Ma- um managed to rip me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, not far as where I needed stitches, but I was bleeding. They could tell that it was forced because mm-hmm. I was a little split. Mm-hmm. Um they got his semen off my back, mm-hmm. like semen samples. Mm-hmm. Uh it was it was scary.
0: And do you- do you see him to this day, or have they
1: locked him up? And the crazy part about it, I went to the, after everything happened. The eight weeks passed. The I was talking to the detective, and he told me to see if I could get a confession because it was date rape. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, like I said, I think it's harder because you was with the person, mm-hmm. but no still means no, no mm-hmm. matter what. Yeah. So um, he asked me, could I get a confession?" Mm-hmm. I got a whole confession for eight minutes. Mm-hmm. He was on the phone. He was like, "I'm sorry." Usually, when girls tell me no, they mean yes. Mm-hmm. At this point, I know you've done it before. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are that when a girl tell you no, mm-hmm. that they mean yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, They say usually when girls say no they mean yes I'm sorry I didn't know you were serious until you ran out the room Naked Um, All types of stuff Eight whole minutes Not two minutes not three minutes It was an eight minute confession Mm -hmm. Nothing but apologies What could I do to make this up I'm sorry this that and the third All for the DA to tell me That I need to Do another one and this time make him say the word sex. Mm. Yeah. So mm. they said that they hear the confession, but I never said, why did you force yourself to have sex with me? Okay.
2: Wow.
1: So at this point, you think a person that raped somebody going to really get back on the phone with them again no. <laughs> to mm. say Not at all. the same thing over again? Not at all. Not at all.
0: So how did that affect like, affect you, and how does it affect your relationship now with guys?
1: It affected me. I have not been to sleep a full night in three years. Mm. I wake up every night faithfully, without a doubt. Um, before that happened to me, I was dealing with a guy. And so you, the people always say the best way to get over another guy is just to start talking to somebody else. But I've learned now that that's not always good. Mm-hmm. So you can't rush into something to try to heal yourself from another situation. So um, like I said, I was messing with that guy for for years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me just go on this date to get mm-hmm. my mind off of mm-hmm. this situation. Mm-hmm. So I went. And that's not always good, you know, because anything that happen, like it happened to me. Mm-hmm. But um, he's seen a difference, because after I, I had to call and tell him, because he's, he knows the guy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started back. He tried to comfort me, so I started mm-hmm. back going over there and spending a night with him and different stuff, and I couldn't have sex. Mm-hmm. And he saw a difference because usually when I would go over there, mm-hmm. he would beg me, like, you want to watch a movie? And I always fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I could never sit through a movie at mm-hmm. night. So after that happened to me, I was up all night. Mm-hmm. He was like, this really, like, does something to you. You will not never be up. You go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it affected me because I've, every, for the last three years, like, I have not had a good night of sleep. I wake up at least... Three o'clock in the morning, every night. And I probably won't go back to sleep, like, four, or five o'clock in the morning. I will be up for at least two hours mm-hmm. every night. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think about it. Sometimes I try not to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's hard. It's not easy to put that in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard you try to get over it or heal yourself or whatever the situation may be, you always find yourself back in that situation. Like, mm-hmm. you, I, I really can't believe that happened to me. Yeah, But... I'm not invisible. And that just showed me that just because people know you or whatever situation may be don't mean that they won't harm you. hmm And it's crazy because before the first date, um, my parents, we had a, a, two restaurants. We had one on Habersham. We had one on Channel Parkway. And that one was open at the time. That was no longer open, but it was open at the time when mm-hmm. this happened. And he sat in there for hours. Mm-hmm. At least three, four hours talking to my mother. Mm-hmm. Telling her, oh, I like your daughter. I really want to take her on a date. She won't give me the time of day. You, like, sit down. You talk to my mama mm-hmm. only to do this to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was crazy. Yes.
0: So if a guy was to um, ask to take you out now?
1: I date now. Oh, you date? Um,
0: but do do you always
1: go back to that moment? Or? Yeah, it's it's sometimes it's frustrating because when you sexually act with a person, you know y'all try new things, y'all do something, and I have I don't want to sound too much, you know how you might be with your sexual partner, like your boyfriend, girl, or, or whatever, and they hold your hands down while y'all
2: you know make your mm-hmm. passionate
1: look. Don't do that to me. Really? No. Don't touch my arms. Don't pin me down. Don't Mm -hmm. do any of that to me. Mm -hmm. Because every time that comes back in my mind, and I can't stand it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it it damages you a lot. Okay. It really does. And you can't fault every guy Mm -hmm. for what one person did to you. You're right. But it's hard to trust somebody over again. Yes, you know.
0: You're right. What like what advice would you give to those you know who have been you know sexually assaulted, date rape? Like, um, what advice would you give to I them who never my,
1: spoke up about it? I actually shared my story a year later mm-hmm. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. A post, a very emotional post, mm-hmm. a very touching post, mm-hmm. but when I shared it, I got a lot of inboxes saying Me Too. Mm. And I've actually saw the hashtag Me Too many of times, mm. but I never knew what the purpose behind it was mm. until it was me. Wow. <laughs> so Me Too means it happened to me. Like, I wasn't happy that it happened to the people that it happened to, mm. but it's, it's good to know that I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, People that I never would have thought of. Mm-hmm. And after I shared my story and I shared the memory of it, like, September 27th of this year, mm-hmm. and one of my Facebook friends shared hers. And it happened to her when she was seven. Mm-hmm. And she's over 40 now. Mm-hmm. And she said she had to go back and look him in his face mm-hmm. and ask him as an adult, like, why did you do that to me? Mm-hmm. I was a baby. Mm-hmm. So I in such a little time, inspired a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Because people look on the outside, on the outside looking mm-hmm. in, rather, mm-hmm. and they'll think differently, uh, whatever they want to think about you mm-hmm. like. People think, I like to have, I go out a lot. Mm-hmm. I have fun, I enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. And some people look at that as, you a fun girl. Mm-hmm. You will do anything. Mm-hmm. You have some girls like, that, mm-hmm. that girl is not me. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I don't don't sleep with everybody that I meet. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of people look at it. I remember I was fussing with somebody, a Mm -hmm. close friend of mine. Mm -hmm. We was real close, and we got into it. And the last thing I expected her to say, she knew about it. She knew Mm -hmm. about it that day. Mm -hmm. And she put on a Facebook post that you wasn't raped. You was a one-night stand. (laughs)
0: Wow, really?
1: That cut me deep. Yes, it cut me real deep. Mm-hmm. People gonna think what they wanna think, mm-hmm. you know. I have never been the type to sabotage nobody's character. Mm-hmm. You did what you did. Mm-hmm. If I had sex with you consensually, mm-hmm. that's this is my body. That's my business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm not getting nothing behind saying that you did this to me. This is not a Bill Cosby situation. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting no money for this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't have to lie about anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? This is real life. Mm -hmm. So, only thing I can really tell women is be careful. Mm -hmm. You can't get out one situation thinking that somebody else can come and heal you. Mm -hmm. You got to heal yourself. Mm -hmm. That's something that you got to Go through, talk to God about. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't talk to nobody else, mm-hmm. like the rape crisis center, mm-hmm. they called me a lot. Okay, but they couldn't help me. Yes. they couldn't heal me either. That's something I had to go through to, for myself.
0: So how did you like help heal yourself? To like, I know you say it's always in the back of your mind, but how did you help kind of heal yourself tonight? I heal myself weird. I
1: okay. shut down. Okay. I don't talk to nobody.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: i probably be in the house for a while. Mm-hmm. I probably won't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. I pray. I cry. I question God a few times, you know. Sometimes it make your faith go below zero. Like, mm-hmm. But I also knew that God took me out of that situation yes. because it was at that mm-hmm. moment that I called on him that, mm-hmm. you know, I was able to get away. Yes. So I knew he heard me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm very religious. Mm-hmm. I believe in God. Mm-hmm. You know? So whoever your higher power is, that's who you go to. Yes. Whether that's it's true. God, Allah, whoever mm-hmm. you look up to or whatever, that's who you go to. Mm-hmm. And that's how you heal. Yes. You yes. can't find, you can't always find <clears throat> comfort in another man or in another relationship so soon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow.
0: Well, I thank you for coming on the show and sharing such a powerful topic. Um, would you like to give out any shout outs or anything? And how people can find you if they're listening to this podcast and may need someone to talk to?
1: Yes. Um. My Facebook name is Saida Nairobi. I have two pages, actually. Both of them are the same. Um, You can follow me. I can't accept any friend requests. My social media is flyside underscore 86. Two Ys, two I's. Um, You can DM me. I get plenty of those. Uh, A lot of people tell me I'm an inspiration. Like, people tell me all the time, that's your book. Write your book. Yes, yes. You know, but... Are you going to? I think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually write a lot. Okay. I've been writing since I was in middle school. Okay. I used to win poetry contests and all types okay. of stuff. So I'm a little nerd mm-hmm. outside the club life.
0: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Smart okay. girl,
1: you know. But, yeah, um, I think about it a lot. Okay. I thought about the t-shirt line. Yes. Um, I've got a real close friend, mm-hmm. and she want me to be a rape counselor actually for oh. young girls. Okay, okay. You know? So it's um, kinda
0: like you done found Yeah, because it happened to her. Therapy. One
1: okay. of my real close friends. It happened to her more viciously, mm-hmm. rather, because she didn't know the person. Oh wow. So it was way more viciously and he was a serial rapist. Mm-hmm. So hers was a little mm-hmm. more touching, all of us touching. Because mm-hmm. rape is yes. rape and no is no. Yes. So regardless of how it happened to you, it's rape. Yes. Once you say no, whether it's your husband, your boyfriend, somebody you knew all your life, Mm -hmm. rape is rape. Yes. No will forever mean no. Yes, yes.
0: Could you spell out your name for those who may not know how to spell it?
1: My first name is Saida S I E D A. My middle name is Nairobi N A R with a capital R O B I A. Um, that's my Facebook name and my Instagram name is F-I-S-I, which is F-L-Y-Y-S-I-I underscore
0: 86. All righty. Well, until next time, Pain to Purpose Podcast with Aisha Monique. Until next time, from Pain to Purpose Podcast with Aisha Monique. You can find me on Facebook at Aisha Monique. And you can also find me on Instagram at Underscore Asia AISHA underscore Monique MONIQUE.